You're listening to the Women as in Art podcast, and I am your host, Leah Schrager. Welcome to Women as in Art. I'm so excited to be talking to Grace Grappe Pollard today. Um, welcome. Thank you so we- much. We first met at, I guess it was in Dearest Cesarine's gallery, right? Right. On the entitled space, yeah. Right. In a group yeah. show, actually. I think That's we were right. in, we might have been in a show with that Coco doll. Yes. Curated, which Coco, was yes. earlier, which was, I, I forgot the date, but it was like Absolutely. 2015 or something. Yes. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Great. So... Great to have you on the podcast. I will start by reading a uh, part of your biography. Um, so Grace has exhibited her work, her artwork throughout the USA with one person exhibitions in Hartford, Connecticut, Jackson, MS, Chicago, Illinois, Newark, New Jersey, in addition in NYC at the Untitled Space, The Proposition, Bernice Steinbaum, Donahue Sosinski, Hal Brahm, the Frist Center in Nashville, Tennessee, the New Jersey State Museum, New Jersey Center for Visual Arts, Carl Hammer Gallery in Chicago, Payne Gallery at Moravian College, Pennsylvania, Algira Gallery, Newark, New Jersey, Rupert Ravens Contemporary in Newark, New Jersey, and Writer University, New Jersey, and Bernard Heller Museum, NYC. She will be having a solo show at David Richard Gallery, Chelsea, NYC, in the fall of 2023. Wow, you've shown a ton of places. Well, I have <laughs> been around a long time. I started showing in 1972. Wow. So, so, so do the math, you know. <laughs> how has it um how has it changed over time to be showing your artwork well i first showed in uh, a co-op i was in new mexico living mm. uh in a studio environment with a group of people and somebody saw my work and suggested that i show in a co-op called uh razor gallery in new york with a lot of really good artists and it was 35 dollars a month to pay for the co-op. And there was an artist by the name of Robert Colescott, who's a very well-known artist, who showed right before me. And people like Judy Pfaff actually had a show there. And it was a great space. The artist, Joyce Kozloff, she let me use her studio to bring my work in from New Mexico, where I was living at the time, and put up my work. And, wow. and that was extremely generous. I'll never forget that. Um, and I had a show there of just large abstract paintings based on the light of New Mexico. Things mm. have changed a lot. Co-ops are, um, I mean, they're, they're cooperative galleries means that you have a say in the gallery, but they're also very, very expensive today. Mm-hmm. And uh, the whole art world has changed a lot. You ask a question about feminism at some point, but mm-hmm. feminism in the 70s, which was first generation for me, uh, was really the first thing I did when I came back east, I would go to these women caucuses meeting. They were called the Women Caucus of Art and meet other artists 
who other women artists. And the world was really, really, it was very exciting. Uh, the Gorilla Girls were doing their posters and they were meeting by themselves. We, we don't know who they are. We kind of might know some of them, but we don't know who they are. And uh, we would just, we, we just had this feeling that maybe we could make some changes since the art world was really limited to women in many ways, really limited. Uh, so to talk with our peers and other women and look at their work, and groups were formed, AIR Gallery was formed. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you know the artist Judith Bernstein. She was mm -hmm. in, I think she was in AIR at the time. It was something called Soho 20. And there were really good galleries of also those were cooperative galleries and they made their own shows. Anna Mendieta showed at AIR Gallery. So I, I suppose you don't really want an art history. No, <laughs> I love it. Through this and I remember going and being really excited by what was going on. Uh, for women actually at the time. Because there were so few women in museums and and I heard from fellow artists, my peers, how they had gone to art school and the teacher would just say to them, or well, the professor would say, well, I don't know why I'm bothering with you because you're just going to go home and have babies anyway. I mean, it was that kind of wow. thinking. It really was. Yeah. I never had babies. <laughs> I knew from an early age that I didn't want any children, but mm -hmm. I understood the kind of, it, it, it was an interesting time. I had a, mm -hmm. uh, an experience in New Mexico with the artist Judy Chicago, who came to my studio. She lived in New Mexico at the time. And that was a strange experience because I was doing these large abstract paintings of the light of New Mexico because I so influenced by place. And Judy was sitting there and she said, but there are no windows. There's just no windows in, in your work. And I thought, windows? And that was another word for vaginas. So there were no openings in my work. And I remember I went home, I was like, I mean, I was in the studio, and when she left, I was like, oh, my God, I have no windows in my work. I was so upset. And I called some friends, and they said, please, Grace, you do your work, you know, don't yeah. worry about it. But it was an interesting experience mm -hmm. because uh, just, you know, it was that, it was that didactic, that intense mm. that you had to have people wanted windows in your in in everything you did mm -hmm. which which is interesting and then i did mm -hmm. uh, and then i came back and did portraits of male nudes mm -hmm. uh, which i showed and which malcolm forbes bought two of them mm -hmm. uh a young girl who was 12 uh, my my friend's daughter and they were all eight feet very realistic mm -hmm. I changed. I came back east. I am from the east. I'm born and raised in New York City. Maybe you can hear it in my accent. I just started very well. You did hear it. Yeah, you did hear it. Yes. And, um, so, and I went back, and I just hadn't used my hands at all in mm. New Mexico. I was just pouring mm. the paint. And so mm. I just started to draw it draw and and actually try to figure out how to draw a hand. And, how to, mm. I, and I painted myself nude many, many images of trying to paint men and women very naturally to, to fit into the canon, whereas what I was seeing, women were looked at very differently when painted by men. 
mm-hmm. than by other women. Mm-hmm. So that that was very important for my work. And so I ended up being in a lot of shows with other artists like Joan Semmel. And we and this is all through the Women's Caucus. They had all these mm. different shows. So it was, a, a, they say, a heady time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was an exciting time. There was a camaraderie. Mm. Uh, things have, you know, their feminism now, you know, might have gotten, maybe because the fact that there were, it wasn't as diverse then as it could have been at the time. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of got maybe a bit of a bad name, but I think every, to answer some questions, I think every woman's experience is, has you have to be a feminist if you're a woman. <laughs> it's just like if you're a black person, you know, your experience as a black person, you only you can feel that experience because you're, you know, you're, you're a person of color. And I don't see how anyone else, a woman, has her own experience. I mean, each one is different, but there is an experience to being a woman that is different than being yeah. a man. And it really makes a difference in yeah. work, I think. So, mm-hmm. maybe I'm talking too much. I always no, I love it. I love <laughs> it. So, how do you feel then? Like, it sounds like the, it was a really special, unique time of camaraderie and almost like the right. emergence and entrance of of women painting their bodies and others' bodies kind of coming into the scene right when you were there. That sounds yeah. really very exciting. And then how do you see that compared to how it is now? Like, in a way, now there's just a lot more of it. It's maybe less special. It's maybe, uh, I don't know. How, how do you see it well, now? It, it's really, well, now for me, it's different because I am an octogenarian. I mean, I am, like, once I turned 80, <laughs> which I'm 81 right now. Wow. I, I know I don't like to tell people, but I'm starting to tell people. I have to, because I go well, back. That's kind of cool. Far. And <laughs> what, I painted myself nude. I mean, I did all those photographs of myself, a whole series. In my 70s, I decided that my body was fine. And I did mm-hmm. a whole series of photographs and paintings of myself naked, uh, as opposed to nude, which always seems mm-hmm. different. But times... Mm-hmm. Things get narrower as you get older. So this is just a personal thing for me. You know, things happen physically. But mentally and, you know, the excitement of working is still there for me. I mean, I have the same excitement except with a kind of wisdom now and awareness and a much broader view. Uh, The Internet came about and that changed everything for me. And it changed everything media changed everything for good and for bad today Mm -hmm. I mean censorship is really uh, a problem for me Mm -hmm. a real problem I don't know if it is for you Uh, yeah a major I mean I have to I and I do self-censor for Facebook sometimes Mm -hmm. because I love to write and Mm. and they told me the next time I'm totally off of Facebook if they ever if I put up another new and YouTube absolutely mm-hmm. took off every video I ever did about three mm-hmm. years ago. And I had no mm-hmm. recourse to talking mm-hmm. to anyone uh, in order to, to say, why, mm-hmm. what's wrong? I mean, you're showing violence, propaganda. Yeah. There's all yeah. kinds of things going on. Yeah. 
and you're taking off my work because I have a video saying I can still dance and sing at the age of 70 and I'm wow. naked. Um, so there's good and bad today. Uh, I have communication online, so I have a much wider audience mm -hmm. in that respect. Uh, I'm not like you, who I really admire <laughs> everything you do, too. Uh, seriously, Thank you. Leah. Um, Thank you. That kind of floored me. We went, we had a nice talk. Yeah. Uh, uh, and you were telling me about work that you do, and it made me think about a lot of things, hmm. about how a lot of us in the old days thought we were being so revolutionary and, you know, performative or something, and actually... You actually do it in a different way. You're not just depicting it. There's no, mm. it's like a frame. There's no glass mm -hmm. barrier. Mm -hmm. There is a barrier of the computer, but mm -hmm. it's different. Mm -hmm. um, it's hard to explain, but it's fascinating. That's sweet. It's Thank really you. fascinating. Thank um, you so much. Yeah, I'm serious about that. Yeah. Thank you. Well, it's changed. I mean, right? I mean, we didn't. You didn't have the internet when you started, so oh. it's just a completely new opportunity for performance. And to do, for, uh, it changed my artwork. Mm -hmm. I learned how to use Photoshop in 1995. Mm, I had nice. a friend who came every Sunday. He came and he gave me a lesson, and mm -hmm. it just changed. It changed everything about my mm -hmm. work. I mm -hmm. Use photography, and I could manipulate, <laughs> which is a very yeah. important word. I could manipulate uh, everything. So actually, it makes you think about the world as well differently because mm -hmm. truth and what you see, everything gets yeah. manipulated. Absolutely. And then I try to put into my large abstract paintings, uh, yeah. which is something that um, that is what I will be showing in the, the late fall, but those are have to do with how images and how things explode, um, huh. how, how, how shapes and everything explodes because of external forces, mm. as well as what's happening around the world. So I'm also uh -huh. an activist painter, so a lot of it has to uh -huh. do with, I feel like I'm a historian in a way of contemporary history and wars and, and what's going on in the world. Uh-huh. How um, do you feel? Oh, I'm sorry. No, sorry. I was just gonna say that comes from my childhood, which uh -huh. was um, that my parents were that my grandparents were killed in concentration camp, and oh. seventy members of my family, and so I had no relatives. All my oh, other friends had cousins gosh. and all this mm -hmm. stuff, but my parents were mm -hmm. Holocaust survivors, and so mm -hmm. my whole life, I've always lived like. This can happen to you. This can happen mm -hmm. here. And actually, I'm a little afraid mm -hmm. of it right now. If my father were alive, he'd be petrified mm -hmm. of the world today. Well, my father happened. is petrified of the world today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I remember how he felt. My father felt under McCarthy, McCarthy mm -hmm. hearings. And I thought, what is going on? Mm -hmm. But um, anyway. I always, I'm sorry, I go off track. <laughs> no, it's not but, off track at all. Would yeah. you say that, um, would you say that the personal is necessarily political? And, and I'm thinking about it in terms of the female body, right? So you put your body in a painting. 
Is that necessarily a political statement or is it um, happen to have political implications? Well, I think it has political implications. I mean, I also, I don't do, I did not do my body just, I'm investigating what, how I'm changing and how Mm -hmm. my, it's very personal in that respect. I'm investigating, and I've done it since my first nude of myself was in 1977. Mm -hmm. I had long, long, long hair. And I investigate just how my body has changed. But at the same time, it becomes political in the fact that how people respond to it mm-hmm. and how nice. people react. Uh, that that's, that's so interesting. But like doing myself naked in my 70s was really, I was trying to say, maybe that was a statement. I was trying to say just because we're 70s, we're... Mm-hmm we're older doesn't mean we are invisible that we're as I did a whole series that I can still dance and sing I mean I can Mm -hmm. do all that Mm -hmm. I mean maybe not literally I've had two knee replacements but (laughs) my my spirit is still you know I'm still a sexual being you know Mm -hmm. it's just um but people don't understand you know a lot of people don't know that and so I think it is Mm -hmm. political and the fact that I want to bring that out and say, here I am, you deal with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I totally. get so much from what other people say to me. I have good friends mm-hmm. who say to me, don't do that series of yourself nude. No one's ever <sighs> going to look at your paintings. All they're going to look at are those. Uh, it's going to make your paintings less important. And mm. that's not what, that's not how I work. I have to work with what, what matters to me and, and what, what I'm focused on at the moment and mm. what, it, what really uh, I, I feel is important and is true for me at this point in my life. So the personal is very, very much a part of mm. everything. Um, my, That's actual, my husband had a sudden cardiac arrest, it's called, which means huh. it's worse than a heart attack. It's like, Two percent lived twenty-two years ago, and he had brain damage because they weren't able to defibrillate him, bring his heart back in time. And my work, and that was in twenty uh, two thousand one, and that was the same time as two thousand as nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Everything was happening at once, and that's another reason my work changed so mm-hmm. radically into these. And the Iraq War in March of two thousand three began. 2002 I was already marching mm-hmm. all that came together so all the forms became explosive mm-hmm. and they became well, I, my form the way I painted because I am a painter mm-hmm. the way I painted echoed what was happening in my life the way mm-hmm. the forms were just breaking apart mm-hmm. does that make sense and that, yeah that's totally it's from. beautiful that, that's where that comes from so that's that so definitely cool. is always. New Mexico, I did the sky because I've mm-hmm. been a New Yorker and never saw. Mm, you know, yeah. what they say, get away, get away, you're too close. Because <laughs> I'm so used to being on a subway and like, you know. And here, I'm in New Mexico, and if I'm even like a foot away or two, you know, they say, oh, hey, 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 back up. <laughs> <laughs> that's very that funny. Story. I'm thinking, yeah, it's 
a lot about place mm-hmm. and as well as like your place in that place, mm-hmm. if, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Have you ever thought about going back to New Mexico or are you, you just, know, is New York the place for yeah, you? Yeah, I'm in New Jersey. Okay. My studio is in New Jersey, but I have sure. an apartment in New York. So I do go to New York and a mm-hmm. lot. And I, um, I have not been back to New Mexico. Mm-hmm. I never go anywhere. Marrying <laughs> a man, not only is he, he's a hermit and he never <laughs> wants to go anywhere. And I really kind of worry about him, kind of take care of him. Mm-hmm. A lot, and that's why I come back. But I have a great mm-hmm. studio in in New Jersey, an old mm-hmm. synagogue. <laughs> which is really? Oh my gosh! Wow! <laughs> renovated, yeah. Which was that's an Orthodox incredible. synagogue, and I'm an atheist, so there you go. And that was all oh transformed. But still, my whole history. I get people knocking on the door, Orthodox <sighs> Jewish people. My cousin, uh, my, my parents came here. I used to. But the pa- the women were upstairs. It was a separation between right. the men and the women, mm-hmm. and so you know that also is of interest to me. And so this place is kind of, <laughs> though I'm not a believer. It, it is. It, it's. It's. I'm not a believer in magical thinking. Yeah. The Torah, the area where the Torah was, has all my paintings. <laughs> kind of thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it, it's. It, it's funny. It's not a big synagogue. It's just, it was a small wow. one. It's perfect. That's amazing. And it, so how did you go? I take it you were Jewish at one point. How did you go from being a Jewish to atheist? How was that journey? Oh, I journey? always knew that. I always felt that. Oh, okay. Even when yeah. I was a little girl. Mm. Because of the fact that I figured if there is, I would love to have a Superman in my life. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. a person who would, or a woman, a man, a superwoman, somebody, I, I did a Wonder Woman wall for the Port Authority bus terminal that was mm. up for a year of all these women mm. that I drew. Um, mm. But somebody or some persons who were strong and take care of everything. But with the Holocaust and with so much death and so much destruction and so much civilian, I, I cannot believe. Mm. I cannot believe. Yeah. I, I cannot believe any any person who is um, who feels that they are like a guru or leader? A guru might be, you know, I don't mean to be put no, down something, but you know what I mean. That yeah, that has the answers. I just, I'm not a searcher in that way mm-hmm. at all. I never have been, really, as a little girl. And hearing about the death of my my father couldn't save his, his parents. He mm. he was able to save mm. himself. And I, I used to hear about death, so I'm pretty obsessed mm. with that. <laughs> you know, hearing about yeah. it all the time. And I just said, well, there was nobody helping. I mean, what happened mm-hmm. here? Yeah. So yeah. that's that's where I come from. Right. Really strong. I won't even say God bless you when you sneeze. I'm saying it's not tight or something. I mean, this is like <laughs> yeah. a little crazy. And I have a twin sister uh. who is religious in some ways. Mm. I mean, she goes to like seven synagogues or something, you know, and, uh, mm. and she's a librarian, not an artist. Mm. So, mm. an extremely generous soul, I must say. That's interesting. Um, so, and how did your dad react to that? To you? Well, he was so guilty his whole life, his entire life, that he could not save his parents. So we did a 
this Holocaust series called Nowhere to Go, which I showing I've shown in Germany. I'm going to be showing in the town where my parents, where my mother wow. was was from and where she was kicked out of. I mean, wow. she had to leave. And that town has asked me, they made banners of my series wow. of 10 images. And I have them still. I would, I've shown them at the New Jersey State Museum. It's called Nowhere to Go. And my father and I collaborated on that mm-hmm. shortly before he died the, for two years. We looked at all of letters that he had, and they're all part mm-hmm. of, that, of that series. They're large pastel, um, about seven foot by six foot drawings that I affixed directly to the wall into a, a big installation. Hmm. That's and, amazing. And we spent hours together working on it. He was an architect. Hmm. Um, and, and, and he got very ill. But it was really, really mm-hmm. kind of nice to have him to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to bother with having to share him with my sister. <laughs> Being a twin means you have to share. <sighs> I never liked that. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Yeah, I like to share. I'm very generous, but I like to share. If you want an ice cream, you want part of my ice cream, I'll buy you a new one. But don't lick mine. You know, that's all. I I I hear you that. Hear that. <laughs> yeah. um, that's amazing. That's amazing. Well, okay. So on a slightly different topic, I'd love to hear more about the Gorilla Girls who you mentioned near the beginning. How, tell me about that. Well, um, I became aware, I saw their posters around town and I became aware. I was just so taken by the fact that their actions were having really some effect on museums and in different places. So I uh, I would send them money. <laughs> they had funding. And at that point, I mean, there wasn't the internet. So I remember I mailed a letter saying how proud I was of them. I was in New Jersey. It happens that I know some of them now, but uh, that I can't, I cannot, they're still yeah. anonymous. It's uh, amazing. They're still anonymous. And uh, yeah. Some of the people, I, I, I was in such awe of the fact that it made a difference. Mm-hmm. And not much made a difference mm-hmm. for women. And uh, if you look at the, if, if even the statistics today, before I spoke to you, I looked up the National Museum of mm-hmm. the Arts and the statistics of how many women, you know, the old story, how many women mm-hmm. are you know, in museums and auctions and directors of museums. They work in museums. It's really, really, really pretty, pretty spare. It's pretty mm-hmm. scarce. So things have changed, but they haven't changed that much. Mm-hmm. But the Gorilla Girls are still, the group, there's an offshoot right now of a few Gorilla Girls still working and, um, I did a large painting of one of the gorilla girls, hmm. the one that I know. I, I, I did a painting of her uh, because I'm in such I'm in such admiration hmm. of, of what they did, you know, and what they're still doing. I mean, what the effect they had because not much, yeah, not, not much is done much for change. I think I don't know how yeah. you feel. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. You know, uh, I mean. The censorship is there, and uh, and and I, I'm just looking. You know, 
it was exciting also back then, the early times in the 70s, the feminism, because mm. there was another change as well, which was whole movements were born mm. that came out of the women's movement, such as pattern and decoration, mm. such as respect for craft and mm. embroidery and arts of other cultures and other mm-hmm. ethnicities. And there was a magazine, which I wrote for, I had an article in about my mother, who was a mm. dressmaker, uh, mm. called Heresies Magazine. And they had this <laughs> issue once a month uh, on, on women's issues. And in, uh, many, many of the women that now have become pretty well known in the art world, they're in their 70s now, 60s, yeah. 70s, 80s, were on the steering committee of uh, Heresies Magazine. H-E-R-E-S-I-E-S, I think, Heresies. It's a, it's a really important, it's a really, it's online too, I think, all the issues. And my issue That's was cool. write about a woman you admire, and I... And I wrote about my mother, who I never even, I was always fighting with her, but she was a dressmaker. And I asked her, I talked to, I interviewed her, and I realized her technique and her way of working was not much different from the way I work. Wow. So she'd take a little bit of material here, she'd put it on the, she, she, she beaded, she did all this stuff. And huh. so that was published. That was, that was really That's amazing. so cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool for me. That's really cool. Yeah. See, those kind of things now, they do have the Women's Caucus for Art still, because some of my students, because I teach, mm-hmm. uh, go and, and belong to it. And they're, But at that time, it, everything was so intense. Yeah. And that intensity, that intensity is not there. Yeah. I wonder um, why. Why do you think that is? Because it was so new. I think it was yeah. beginning. I think people, it's... The banality, uh, Hannah Arendt once talked about the banality of evil, but it's the banality of anything. It mm-hmm. shifts if you see it, the banality of Trump. If you see and listen and listen and listen, it just no longer has the same force. Mm-hmm. And it becomes too commonplace. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my feeling. And I, mm-hmm. I, I think that um, it's not as exciting anymore. And, yeah. You know, there, there are a lot of artists, and there are a lot of good artists, and there are a tremendous amount of good artists going around, and there are art schools all over. I mean, I never <laughs> went to art school. I'm self-taught. Uh-huh. I, I majored in history and political science at City College oh, of New York. Interesting. So I didn't have, yeah, because I was terrible in art. I went to music <laughs> in high school and was like specialized school in New York City, and I didn't, they asked me to draw a horse, and I thought, I never saw a horse in my life. <laughs> so I really didn't fit in that well. And then it was in college, after college, that I, when I was 21, I went back to to drawing the figure, the new figure for, for years, actually. Mm-hmm. And got a scholarship at the Art Students League, and the juror was Philip Gustin. And I said, who's that? I said, I don't even know who he was. He was like, you know, such a famous painter, but I didn't know who he was at all. And I went to the museums. I said, I saw this guy, Vermeer, but it was Vermeer. And I was just <laughs> learning because museums were free. Every museum mm. was free. Hmm. So I go to school. Wow. And, um, you know, it, it, it was it was really a, a different time. And, and But I, I just feel that today 
I think the internet is, I mean, well, you, you, you might know, I don't know about AI mm-hmm. yet. You know, <laughs> I am not. I've just started. I, I love know, it. I know, and I'm afraid <laughs> to start, like, to start investigating. I'm saying, Grace, hold on, hold on. Uh, you know, because it might, yeah, I know you are. It's really fun. It's really fun. I see it as an extension of Photoshop, actually. Like, it's just a much more, uh, what do you call it, imaginative, and there's so many more possibilities. But to me, I used to, yes, that's how I think of it. So I've used Photoshop for basically my career until now. And as soon as I discovered AI, I was like, I think this is like the second half of my career, which is working with AI to come up with images. Oh, oh. don't even. That's how I think of it. (laughs) No, really, because Photoshop made such a difference in my life. I know. I heard you say that. And then, you know, and then, I know, I'm a little, and then learning how to make videos. I mean, how to Uh edit was Mm -hmm. really important. And I loved Mm -hmm. it until I had to get a new computer and... Um, that Apple just wiped out the whole program of Final Cut Pro that I had learned. And I was just like, oh, oh I have to learn all this over again. And so I oh, loved making tough. videos. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I mean, I'd spend hours. I have so many videos on, on YouTube that they took off. 50 videos. Uh, they took off. That's terrible. And never got them back. So at least oh, most of no. them are on Vimeo. Oh, oh God. I was going to say Maybe Vimeo. But yeah. they're on Vimeo, but good, good. yeah, that that is a heartbreaker for me. Yeah, yeah. that's terrible. That is terrible. But I never would have learned how to make video, you know, to do videos yeah. if I didn't know Photoshop too. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're really AI, I've got to, I've got to. <laughs> thank you, and maybe no thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> No, 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 because I'm like the type of person who's going to start investigating. (laughs) It's pretty cool. Do you have a Mac or a PC or a Windows? A Mac. So uh, I have Macs, but I just bought a PC because, sorry, Windows, because they work so much better on Windows, but you only have to go there if you get obsessed with it like I am. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's that's kind of far down the road. Like, you got to get pretty... (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. No, I I just just say for me, time. Yeah. I'm really serious about it, and it's true. My time is limited. Yeah. I'm 81. I'm going to be 82. Seriously, I'm I'm a realist. My time is limited, and it makes a difference. But I can be excited looking. I still Mm -hmm. get excited looking at work. Sometimes, I mean, rarely, really, really excited. Yeah, when I when I go, I mean, to the point, you know, it, it's rare. But I did see a show by Wang Gaethje Mutu. Uh huh. I, I love her. Um, That's and, cool. And then I write. I have a blog also on art and movies, and and I wrote. Uh... It's rare. I used to write like once a week, and I, I I wrote about her. So it means I was she excited me enough to actually awesome. write about her. Yeah. That. And, and, and COVID made a difference, too, in my life. How so? Well, I lost 50% of my hair, which oh. is a big thing for me. I mean, wow. you don't see it now, but, oh. well, I, I spent the last three years, it was before the vaccine. I didn't know I had COVID. 
three months wow. later, like half my hair was gone. And I had heart, little weird heart, all weird things. Oh, and yeah. I still don't know. And I was in the hospital last year for some weird stomach thing, which I think was long haul COVID. Mm. And slowly, I spend so much money on my hair. I'm obsessed with hair. I'm looking Your at hair is amazing. I'm obsessed with hair still because I love my curly hair. Yeah. And it was so much a part. So I was thinking I should do a painting of myself with, with mm. thin, thin hair. See, this is just me documenting. Yeah. I'm a documentarian as well. Yeah. I mean, that's the other part. And yeah. I did a whole series of writing on studio visits of artists who interest me who are uh, under known and uh, under um you know people who i felt i thought i was asked to write for a magazine called women's voices for change and a woman by the name of grace ollie asked if i could make studio visits and i did it for mm. a year it took up mm. a lot of my time but mm. i did mimi smith sandy gellis my friend robin twos Who's, mm, who, who yeah. you've met? Yeah. Um, I mean, Judy Henry, Judith Henry. I just did all these artists that mm. I learned so much. Mm. Sandra Payne, who's just in the Whitney in, in a show, mm. but who recently died. And it was just sadly enough. And I just, I'm, that was wonderful, but that took up so much time. <laughs> so writing is another thing I love to do. So yes, well, well, uh-huh. <laughs> well. Uh, well you'll have to send me the link we'll put the link to your blog in the show notes of course um because i'd love to i actually didn't know that so i'd love to read um, and lots of movies the movies and also i watch i mean i i I watch series on you know on um on netflix and on hbo and if i really love something Mm. i will write it back Oh. I really, I used to just write about everything I saw because I'd go to the movies like mm-hmm. twice a week. But now I don't go ever since COVID. I still uh-huh. wear a mask. I'm one of the few people because I'm afraid the rest of my hair is going to go. <laughs> I am so vain. <laughs> That's a fully legitimate a concern. <laughs> yeah, I think it might be. <laughs> but I am. I am. I'm still so. Yeah. I'm so vain, and I'm just like, oh, is there another hair coming in today? Oh. <laughs> So, you know, it's just, I'm being, I'm being myself with you. So I love that. I love that. I tend to interrupt. Oh, I love Well, okay. So if you do want to dip in a very light, easy version of AI for a Mac computer is a program called, it's called Diffusion B. Diffusion, D-I- like D- uh, diffusion B? Yeah, like D-I-F-F-F-U-S-I-O-N. S-I-O-N, and then B-E-E. Oh, like a B. I yeah, like a B. So that's the, it's a super simple, that won't take you anywhere too crazy. You can just use what they got. But it's a nice one. Isn't that interesting that Windows would work better? I mean, that mm-hmm. fascinates me because I've always been so snotty. <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. And, and, and you're able me to, too. and you're able to, you were able to make it's that a, change. 
I'm, it's a bit of a challenge. I'm still, I'm still trying. I'm still working on that change. It feel, feel still feels kind of foreign, but it's because all the graphics card is what's used, and it's the NVIDIA uh, graphics card that is used on Windows that's not used on a Mac right. that is just makes it work so fast. Wow. Um, and for like video stuff, for like more elaborate stuff, you have to have it. You have to have it. Although you can do some of it online through like a Google Colab notebook, um, but it just it it since I'm planning on doing a lot of it and have been doing a lot of it, it's okay. easier to have it all on my computer. Right. But there are other ways to do it. And if you're just sticking with images, uh, if you're not getting too much into video and you're not getting too particular, like if you're I'll say if you're if you're not like I want to build my own models like there's all this kind of crazy stuff but you don't have to do all that you can also do it super simple and it's fun even super simple so I think enjoy it so now I want to see so are you actually now you're getting me interested just in (laughs) your work too and you so that's just me me because I'm curious yeah I have it really released it yeah I'm still trying to figure out how I have someone helping you um with you about you know because i think that's important i mean i had i had somebody in the beginning who helped you i would love to talk to you about it maybe we'll do that yeah like another time no, but i mean I'm, do you have somebody helping me yeah, with my I mean, how to produce my art how to no, share no, my no, art, i mean or, like the technical part of it oh the technical part yeah, yeah. i think so I've, I've tried yeah 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 I think, well, I haven't, that's the thing though. I haven't figured out how to release. Yes, I figured out how to create it. I'm not sure how to release it yet uh, because, yeah, I'll probably do it as NFTs, I think most likely, since that's a very natural progression with the AI yeah. art, but I don't know yet. I'm still trying to decide. But you're still trying, but it's exciting. See, it's very I love exciting. The, the beginnings too. Yeah. The beginnings yeah. are great. Because yeah. it's so the, the exploratory nature of it is yes. so exciting. I, I, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Totally. It's ended for me at all. I mean, you know, but I, I, I you know, I haven't done well painting. I, I, I yeah. do. I still just I do it mainly in painting. I, yeah. You know, I have two the two worlds of the more abstract political. Um, uh-huh world and then the portrait world mm-hmm. which i still love to do mm-hmm. uh, if someone interests me i'll stop them on the street mm-hmm. sad thing is a man that i did paint who scared me so much he scared me so much during covid because he was homeless and he was a coke addict or whatever and he was Whoa. a drunk and he was across the street from me and i was afraid to leave the house because he once screamed hey lady and he was running after me and i i was scared of him and then it ended up that my husband got sick and was in the hospital a lot. And one day he just said, hey, lady, how's your husband doing? And uh, for some reason, I just, like, saw the human side of him instead of just, yeah. like, like, oh, he's in this box of homeless, drunk, da-da-da. And yeah. so, and then I asked if I could paint him. And I, wow. I have a thing, I, I, I gave him a, a fee, which I do. Uh-huh. And um, it, it, it was really wonderful. That's to do him, but he he went to jail. This was just it's one of my last paintings, and he, wow. for, he was drunk or whatever, and 
and he came home and the day he came home he was outside and I was going to go out and say hi welcome back and I was painting and I stopped and then when I went out he overdosed and died this was last week so I'm really oh my god so it's like this group of people that I paint yeah I have to see you because I have to do painting (laughs) (laughs) but I have to take my own photos so I mean you know I mean I I just but it's just straightforward but it's just like it almost becomes a combination of me and mm-hmm. you, even though it's you, mm-hmm. it's because yes. I'm painting. It's yeah. Yeah. So, wow. I mean, I was That's looking crazy. on your site, but I don't see any, I don't see, I mean, I, I I've been doing heads more than anything else. Uh-huh. You know, that's great. So I love that. It's a little side story. Wow. That's, but I have a relation, amazing. I think with mm. people that I've painted. A lot mm-hmm. of them are in, this man is not in the art world. They're in the mm-hmm. street world, mm-hmm. in my area here, and in and so, a lot of people in the art world, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, That's amazing. and I'm glad you're not asking me about money and making money in the art world, because <laughs> <laughs> that can be difficult. But I've supported my husband. He, he only worked as a mailman for five wow. years. And I supported us, and we've been married 53 years. So by making art, teaching, and doing public art, and teaching Mm. public art as well. That's amazing. Yeah, that's a way. So it's got to be, so if the NFTs work for you, if that's a way, yeah, that, you know, because you still have to, like, make a living and be able to, you know, live, and and, and that's hard. Yeah. and, and, and times are hard, but I've always Definitely. been able, I've been lucky, very lucky, very supportive, very supportive. Um, family. Well, your work's great. So you, <laughs> you've been Thank supported. You. Cause you're Thank you. Thank you so much. That's great. Yeah. Is there, are there any other artists that yeah. you would recommend to check out? Well, I'm a big fan of Martha Rossler. Do you know Martha? Martha Rossler, she's an activist artist. And I kind of have gotten to know Martha online. And then I go, because I've been, you know, a a follower of her work. So my work, in my own way, never even all my manipulation series and all my delving into art and delving, putting myself nude into history and historical mm-hmm. figures and changing the meaning and critiquing artwork through my body. She doesn't do mm-hmm. that, but she always put, she her the semiotics of the kitchen where mm-hmm. she does a parody of Julia Child, mm-hmm. where she, uh, she brought the war in Vietnam home mm-hmm. into the home. And she used collage at the time because we didn't have Photoshop, but mm-hmm. she's always growing and she's mm-hmm. always doing She's always working, and so she had a wonderful show at, at the uh, at MoMA, where she just had a bunch of clothes piled up, if I remember uh-huh. correctly. It, she's just to me an interesting person, an interesting mm-hmm. artist. Though when I read her writing, I can't really understand it because it's a lot of <laughs> art writing. <laughs> I mean, she understands it. I'm just too, just not stupid, but I just can't. You know, I talk the way I talk, so. But she's there's somebody, an art lingo. and Jenny Seville, the mm-hmm. painter, mm-hmm. because because of the way she paints flesh, 
mm-hmm. and she she really interests me. And Nan Golden just mm-hmm. Nan Golden historically, but she just had the documentary. I don't know. It's on. I don't know if it's on each on one of the uh, on on, um, uh-huh. on Netflix or something, and. And it was on the Sackler, the opiate crisis, and her right. own involvement, and her, the fact that she's really, she, she's a voyeur, and she's a participant of pain and pleasure, huh. I think, in a way. Huh. Huh. So beautiful. she's always fascinated me. Huh. In a way, Diane Arbus did, too. Uh-huh. And, and, I, and, of course, I, 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 I not bringing home, you know, there are artists like my friend Robin Tooze, whose work mm-hmm. I really, I asked her to show with me. And uh, at Indira's, mm-hmm. because I think her narratives and her involvement with feminism is really, she is a tough one. <laughs> and she's a beautiful mm-hmm. painter, and she's mm-hmm. also very sensitive. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 oh gosh, Mimi Smith, who just had a mm-hmm. show in LA, who's my really, really close friend, mm-hmm. who I speak to quite frequently. And she mm-hmm. makes clothes. Uh, she she did a, a, um, the steel wool penoir she's known for, and so she's been a feminist since the '60s. She goes way way back. And, and there are many. There's Sandy Gellis, who's an ecological uh, who does things. So my taste is very Catholic, <laughs> eclectic, broad. It's really broad. I mean, there are performance artists that I, you know, I. I, I would like to see more. That's the thing. There's, mm-hmm. there are video artists. I, I love watching videos as well when I go to museums. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but those are the ones that I, yeah. I'll go out of my way. I just went out of my way for yeah. that one, Chimutu, because yeah. the Kenyan artist who just had the yeah. show, because I've loved her collages and Judy Henry yeah. does collages as well. And I, I just wrote a forward huh. for her new book. Oh, cool. Um, She's she's a, another terrific painter, <laughs> and make does collages. So I kind of uh, when I was writing about these people, I got to their studio, mm-hmm. I got to talk to them, and somebody just asked me to write um, a recommendation for a Guggenheim or mm-hmm. not a, a, a Kras, Krasner Pollock. And her work is like she's an echo feminist, and she's mm-hmm. like, what echo feminist? You know, that's not me. You know, I won't even go out in nature. I'm too afraid of all the bugs <laughs> and stuff. But it made me, I said yes, because she liked my writing. And I went and I, 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 I researched her. And I really got interested in her work. Huh. Aviva Romani, her name is. And I got interested uh-huh. in her work. And I thought it was really quite, quite interesting. Uh-huh. She, she paints trees blue. And she does different things. And she's writing an opera. Mm-hmm. So people oh, are ambitious. And I love, yeah. I love the ambition. <laughs> yeah. You know? The fact that you're so involved, it's like yeah. your focus is, you're entirely focused in this world. It, I'm such a hypochondriac. Yeah. Being a painter and like painting all day keeps me sane. I mean, it's the best thing I could do for myself. Interesting. So I feel so I lucky. I love that. I, I, I feel lucky that yeah. I can do this. I don't have to worry if I have a gallery. If I don't, mm-hmm. I will be having the show at mm-hmm. David Richard and Chelsea on 26th Street. Awesome. And that's, I think he's going to pick the abstractions because his mm-hmm. gallery is more of an abstract gallery. Mm-hmm. I would love to show the, you know, but I'm not, that's not what I'm about. Yeah. You know? 
you know, just like you, I mean, you're excited about what you yeah. do. You're not yeah. doing it in the service of others. Yeah, that's in right. my opinion. Yeah, that's right. From seeing your work and a little bit, you know, than what I've seen mm-hmm. and and showing with you, and I think that is what I tell my students mm-hmm. because they come. I teach just locally. I teach mm-hmm. these people in my class forty years. You figure mm-hmm. they never learned anything. <laughs> It's <laughs> still there, right? like the but they, it's like a workshop, and they just right. Want to do that. So that's so I sweet. What is it? Where is it that you teach? I teach it. it it's right near the train station, and somebody from New York uh, does come. Uh, Phyllis Rosser comes from New York. Uh, it's at the Middletown Arts Center in Middletown, New Jersey, and I teach one day a week. That's all. I teach from, nice. I used to teach at night. I can't do it anymore. I just don't have yeah. the strength, really. I, I don't have the the energy to, to do it. I, yeah. I just will stand out from eight in the morning till about five when I leave. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, my students, some of them have shown in the drawing center. They've done, uh-huh. you know, I mean, this is the Grace class. And then I taught at the National Academy Museum for eight years, but that was mm. really people who had much bigger careers than I did, but I taught public art mm. and because I've done a lot. That's another world for me. I did a lot of public art, train stations and stuff. Uh-huh. The train station where I live here, I mean, where I have my studio in Madelon, I did the um, I did the big sculpture. So every time I go uh, to the train, I clean oh my it. Gosh. I That's clean so it. cool. Did someone touch this? There's a scratch there. There's this. Oh, my God. It's been up since That's 1999. So... It's been up. Wow. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's another world. You know, oh, I love that. Yeah. I mean, at least. That's amazing. I've been doing everything. I am, I don't believe in regret mm-hmm. or remorse. I really don't. Mm-hmm. And I, I just have been doing what, you know, the things that I want to do. And I've been lucky enough mm-hmm. that I've been able to do it and support myself and my husband. Wow. You know, and public art was a big source of support. Wow. That's so. amazing. Oh, I love that. That's <laughs> so inspiring. Um, is there anything else you want to add? I lo- I mean, I know I kind of skipped my questions, but I feel like we oh, touched on so know, many of them. <laughs> yeah, you just said, how is the place of women and yeah. art with the media, how it's changed? Yeah. And the only thing that's changed is right now is this, as my friend, uh, I have a critic friend who I talk to a lot, and he said this neo-Victorianism which might affect your work, really. Mm-hmm. This whole, this you know, what's happening in, in the yeah. world with women uh, and how women, you know, with abortion. And yeah. with, I had an abortion when I was a young, young woman, knowing yeah. I knew I could not. I was yeah. 18 years old. And I had it without yeah. any, you know, before pre-Pro V. Wade. So uh-huh. I'm a big oh, abortion right. advocate. Wow. I was in that wow. show recently about um, that's that's another big uh, 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 part of you know my work uh, that women have the right to their own body and control of their body and, yeah. and so and so yeah. the, I'm just afraid with all this censorship online and where bots are making decisions <laughs> I don't know I'm sure it affects you I don't know how people. <laughs> How other people are able to, I'm just, even Instagram, 
I just, yeah. I think I'm on a list. I'm, I'm getting paranoid. <laughs> I, think, I just put up a little nothing, like nothing compared to what I see. And I'm like, you're off, you're off. Uh, you know, one more time and then you're off. Good. And, and the work is just huh. straightforward. Like, yeah. there-ness. I'm very interested yeah. in there-ness. There-ness. There. Yeah. It's, it, it's, I get excited about that. We had um, yeah. a Facebook Nudity Day in 2016. Um, three people, Stephen Pussy, this woman, Kathy Schnapper, who's no longer, who died, and myself started it. And everybody put up, everybody, there were, there were hundreds of people put up pictures of nudes so that wow. they could really, so that we would have this wow. whole, um, just to get to Facebook at that time. Uh-huh. And at that time, I think it was hyperallergic. Somebody wrote about it. Uh, they uh-huh. wrote a little thing about it. But that was kind of exciting. That's cool. That was That's cool, really cool because that was in response to where I was unable to get any right. kind of, I couldn't reach anyone. I mean, I looked all over it and I really investigated. I, I wrote to people on the board. There's no way mm-hmm. to, to say, hey, who, who can I talk to? Why are you censoring mm-hmm. me? Yeah. So that's yes, it's to me so a big true. issue. I agree. You know, I totally I agree. Think it would be an issue for you. It is definitely, more than definitely, you. and the inability, the the constant fear of being deleted is yes. very real and yes. feels it's very unpleasant. And then also the inability to contact and talk to a real person and be like, "Hey, what's okay? What's not okay? Just tell exactly. me. I'll follow exactly. the rules. Actually, just but tell me." Exactly. It is hard not to be able to talk to a person as I mean, well. I'm constantly saying to myself, can I put this up? Should I yeah. take a chance? Does that yeah. mean they're going to take me off? And, right. and I love to write. It's Facebook. Right. Are they going to take me off like they did with YouTube? Yeah. I, I mean, totally yeah. off. Yeah, wow. And, and it was so weird. And, yeah. and so that's why. So I'm constantly self-censoring. Yeah. I do it, but I'm doing it in my head. Yeah, just like you said, I do it all the time. So that that's yeah. that's another thing. But I'm looking yeah. at you know, um, and can a woman just be art? Yeah. Yes. Yes. You do it. Yes. <laughs> I think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's exciting. I think it's mm. interesting. It's something yeah. that um, my grace delving into art or grace crashing into Trump world, mm-hmm. which is another. Whole series. Mm-hmm. I've got hundreds of images almost every mm-hmm. day. Of this. You know, I did yeah. an image of crashing into his 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 world. Um, wow. Naked. I call it the naked yeah. truth. <laughs> a, a, a nice a woman uh, gave me that gave me that title. She said, "You're the naked truth." And oh, so there's good. the naked truth. She's there with Trump somewhere in there. I'm in there in that group. But wow. I think you can. Yes, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you meant, maybe, when you asked. Yeah, that. yeah, so just yeah. art. And I think yeah. yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, Carolee yeah. Schneeman did years ago. Mm-hmm. She basically did the scroll, and, and then mm-hmm. I was thinking of Karen Finley. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was. But I was just thinking, what? Where is Karen Finley? What is she doing mm-hmm. now? I was, I was going to look look her up and see what was happening there. Huh. That's something you can. That's a good out. question. I'm not There's sure. Yeah. I was curious about. Yeah. yeah. But men do it, I think, you know. I mean, oh, absolutely. 
It's just mm-hmm. that the objectification of women, you make it as a positive. Mm-hmm. I don't know, not you, but one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, to make mm-hmm. what's, to object, when you're objectified, you just turn it around. Mm-hmm. And you say, exactly. this is what I'm proud of. This is who I am. And this is what I am. And this is wh- mm-hmm. what I want to be and where and how I want to interact with others, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And, and that gives you power mm-hmm. over. I mean, when I heard about what your work, a lot of it has to do with this tension, this power, and this control yeah. for me. And that's yeah, interpretation. And that to me was fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. See? That's yeah. so inspiring. So uh, you know yeah, what I mean? All of it is, I, yes. Yeah. Well, I've been, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like I'm not closed-minded about anything. Mm-hmm. Anything that I think can be, that asks questions. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is, that asks yeah. more questions inspires me that gets me yeah. that's why i like people who are curious yeah you curiosity know? that's right yeah. yeah curiosity i like when people are curious and people come in to my studio and never and some people just don't look i mean <sighs> I, or I, like when i go somewhere i look at everything <laughs> yeah i'm also nosy i mean that can be considered <laughs> you know, a little bit a voyeur there's no question so there's a voyeuristic quality that you know like, let me see what's going on here. <laughs> so all that Sorry. is intriguing. <laughs> That's amazing. Well. Even though I have this other work, you know, this mm-hmm. different kind of works. Mm-hmm. And I don't let that bother me because people say, why do you, you know, look, you're doing the abstraction. Mm-hmm. You're doing this. It's all of from me. It's all. Yeah. Anyone who knows me well would know that they aren't that different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even color for me. So yeah. Clear. Yeah, and shape, and anyone who studies with me knows that's what I talk about. Uh huh. So uh huh. Uh-huh. And that I have this whole thing about what Cezanne says. It's like looking at something as if you've never seen it before, mm. Amy, like a child. And if you get like you know how to do something, and you know how to do it well, and it becomes slick, mm. and it loses what Kandinsky would call, and it's old-fashioned inner necessity. But mm. I kind of understand that. It, mm. it loses. You have to have the need to do it mm. from within. And that's where the personal comes oh. as well. Oh, that's so beautiful. You know, isn't it? It's true. I love that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. it is. I, I try to convey that to, us, to the students. I think I'm lucky they do come back. <laughs> you know, first yeah, they think they I'm hyper. First they think, oh, she's so hyper. Oh. But then they get... <laughs> You know, I'm interested in everybody's work in my class. Mm-hmm. Everybody. The mm-hmm. rankest beginner has something mm-hmm. in their hand, in mm-hmm. the way they put down mm-hmm. they put down a mark. Something is revealing of who they are. It's like mm-hmm. their handwriting. Yeah. And awkwardness is something that I can respond to. Right, right, right. You know, and, 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 and there's beauty in that for me. There's something human. Maybe that's the word. Yeah. So what is, what is, I'd love to close with whatever is the thing that you love most to say to your students? Like what is the message or one message that you just love to give them? To be honest, to be honest to yourself 
and to do not try to paint to look like art. Mm. Art that mm. you, you know, in other words, you have to paint like you. It has to come mm. from you, no matter what. You know, whether you think it's ugly, I think the best work comes from, you know, being revelatory as well and not be afraid yeah. of it. So, I mean, that's one of the things I, I say. I love that. That's so beautiful. You know, I say many things. But that's perfect. A delight to talk to you. You know that. So wonderful to talk to you. Listen, Thank I you went so to much. A dinner party thing and nobody talked to me yeah. except you. Because everybody was young and they were all talking with each other. And then you came over. I mean, and I talked to you for a few minutes. We talked a while, yeah, yeah. I thought. So, but I'm thinking, like, sweet. other people were all, and I was just sitting there. And, I, and I'm, I can do that now. Years ago, yeah. I would have been upset. But, you know, I can do that now. But that was special. It was. You know. It so really thank was. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. And I, yeah, thank you. I will be in touch. I will. Yes, I will. I will. Thank you. And you'll be Uh, in touch. Right. Yes. And And next time I'm in in town, I will. And I will. You too. Okay. You too. Well, thank you so much. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. This has been the Women as an Art podcast hosted by me, Leah Schrager. Please visit womenasanart.com for more information and to find us on socials. Thanks.